0: The effects of the coronavirus ripple through our lives, directly impacting our everyday behaviors from how we take meals to how we interact with our friends, family, and coworkers. But as we experience these changes firsthand in our daily lives and routines, a drastic shift is also taking place in our workplace culture. Companies are faced with new challenges in hiring practices. Remote interviews for distant hires have become the norm, and individuals are rethinking their career paths in a landscape that's drastically different from anything they might have planned for. We spoke with Deepali Vyas, a senior executive of the talent acquisition and management firm Corn Ferry. As a global firm, Corn Ferry was as prepared as anyone for the impact that COVID-19 would ultimately have on the US.
1: We picked up on it really broadly from our our Asia-based colleagues when we saw the effects in Europe, particularly Italy. Uh, we knew that wave was going to come in in due time here. We almost think of ourselves as, as sort of a leading indicator right um as to what's happening in the market we're never we're never lagging because we'll we'll know right away uh, you know from our clients um if there's a slowdown, if there's a pause or, or anything like that in in sort of the world of talent.
0: As lockdowns increased globally and governments began recommending people to stay in their homes to curb the spread of the virus, the first major challenge was uncertainty.
1: We had already started to see a lot of our clients hit pause on their hiring efforts just because they weren't sure uh, what was going to happen.
0: But as signs indicated that we would be dealing with this for a long time, industries quickly began to adapt. Freezing and waiting wouldn't be a viable long-term solution for anyone. So mobilizing and optimizing a remote workforce became a necessary adaptation in this new normal. Some industries were able to make that transition more easily than others. So
1: I would say a lot of the cutting edge financial services firms, um, particularly hedge funds and such that are already very technically savvy platforms, easily transitioned right when you when you think about some of the I, I guess quants that are used to you know being in front of a of a computer and those types of um models and other sort of uh basics that that some of these funds were uh reliant upon was a seamless transition. You know, the the real effects came from uh the folks that were in any sort of sales or relationship management type of roles, right? It was different for them to transition, however, got up to speed quickly in terms of, you know, obviously you know, making every meeting virtual. Uh, This affected uh, the way businesses are are now going to think about business travel and really the need for so much business travel. And we think that that industry is going to change quite drastically uh, post-COVID.
0: To examine how these changes affect us right here at CIBC, we spoke with Amy Boyle, Director of Human Resources for CIBC Private Wealth. In the beginning, flexibility was key.
2: So back in March, we, like many other employers, we very quickly transitioned to where the the vast majority of our employees in private wealth were working from home. Um, in fact, we started telling people, we don't know what's going to happen. Take your laptops home because there's a chance we may at some point have to sort no. of quickly say, yep, we're we're fully transitioning home. So that's what we did. We were uh, uh, we were ready, and we did end up eventually sending the vast majority of our folks to work from home. Some of the things that we did to support that were um, we have a business continuity group that sprang into action, and there was a daily call for a period of time where we would have business continuity, we would have human resources, we would have um, key stakeholders in the business, where we all just kind of quickly came together and did a daily update on, who's got connectivity issues, who needs you know, resources, um, who still needs to come in, et cetera. So we very quickly ramped up into being able to work from home back in, in March.
0: As the pandemic continued and CIBC was adapting day-to-day operations, an important focus would be determining which few key positions were needed in person.
2: So throughout the last six months, we have still had people that have come into the office regularly most of those people would be on the client service side, and they needed to be in the office for uh, things like wires, you know money wires, cutting check transactions that just had to be done in person in the office.:
0: Six months in, and many companies, including CIBC, are beginning to determine how to bring back small groups of employees and where to reasonably cap those numbers with the safest practices in
1: mind.
2: And now we're bringing back um, what we'll call our Wave 1 employees. And the goal was, by the time we have our Wave 0 and our Wave 1 folks back in, our goal is that we would be no greater than, let's say, like 15% of all total employees. There's a whole plan in place to make sure that we are both physically able and sort of um, uh, environmentally able to bring people back safely. So they're also looking at things like um, uh, necessity of using public transportation to get back in the office, et cetera.
0: Of those working or even interviewing from home, what are the long-term impacts on employees themselves? Younger generations are entering the workforce with stiff competition. But how does this new environment change the typical idea of a career path? Levis discusses how Corn Ferry sees generation C adapting and taking advantage.
1: I think that they're viewing this pandemic as uh an opportunity for extreme career mobility it's It's twofold the mobility in terms of internal mobility for for you know if they if they love where they work uh for them to really promote themselves and say uh, look I can work from obviously anywhere you've witnessed that through through this pandemic, and these are the things that I would like to do for the for the company right um so I think that they're they have had this enormous opportunity for you know internal mobility because they can be mobile, work from anywhere and still be seen as effective players. The other part of it is external mobility. Sitting at home, they're more easily available, more easily available for other competitors to recruit them out of their current firms. And so the world kind of opens up for them as well. So you're going to see, you know, a lot of fluctuation, especially, you know, in this sort of Zoomer generation that they can switch jobs easily, onboard easily, work from anywhere.
0: Of course, this creates new challenges for the existing workforce. As younger generations adapt in the formative years of their careers, established teams will need to make similar changes to long-standing practices or risk being left behind.
1: Jobs of yesterday are not going to be the same jobs as tomorrow. And there's this whole generational gap of, of where they have not been upskilled to where the data fluency and the data literacy needs to be today. Um, So I could foresee a complete upskilling of an entire generation of a workforce because their job looks different today and it will look different, you know, five years from now. I think everybody is going to have to become, you know, extremely data literate. Um, And that's where the talent crunch really is going to, to come in, right? We're going to see a complete shortage of those individuals. And, and, you know, looking at countries like India and others um, that are really kind of churning out this type of talent because they are so, you know, math and and, and engineering oriented, they're going to be able to take advantage of that in the market.
0: Here's Amy Boyle again.
2: I think that we still don't really know all of the ramifications this might have for for certain people who have been in a job for a long time. And, you know... You don't have a career path where every 18 to 24 months you're kind of moving up into a different role or something like that. Everyone, no matter what job you're in, you've had to really sort of rethink how you do things and whether it's your eye contact you make during a Zoom call or your ability to keep yourself focused in this, you know, situation. It's not, you know, it's a little different, right? You have to kind of motivate yourself differently, keep yourself organized differently. And some of our folks who were able to sort of, um learn new things and stretch into new work, Um, we also have people who are, you know, they're having to get kind of creative in how they support clients. So that's, you know, again, it's not like you're doing a completely different job and getting promoted per se, but you're having to sort of think differently.
0: Something that separates the younger generation from those who have been in the workforce a bit longer are the lingering memories of the 2008 financial crisis, which may affect our outlook on the current pandemic, but the differences between the two may outweigh the similarities.
1: I think the major difference between the financial crisis and the the COVID pandemic is uh, the crisis was really a very fundamental structural problem, whereas the pandemic has really helped. In fact, I, I feel that the pandemic is completely different uh from from the eyes of you know a, a client knowing that they could have a very effective and productive workforce, remote workforce when originally they were very much used to that FaceTime time type of culture. So I think this is the pandemic is going to impact organizations culture, how they recruit talent, how they. How they also retain talent, you know, think about all the return to work, uh, women, right? Post pregnancy, post, you know, having, um, children want to return to work and they didn't have that optionality because uh, companies were really afraid to to think about a remote workforce um, or, or hybrid remote workforce. You know, th- that has completely shifted and, and turned it upside its head.
0: When sorting through dozens of qualified applicants, finding someone who truly meshes with your company's culture can often be the deciding factor. Shifting to a remote setting creates new hurdles in the hiring process.
1: When you're hiring somebody remotely, right, um, the the team itself has to have some element of a manager also working remotely and so on and so forth, right? So, you know, I think the DNA of the company has to um, adopt some of those practices. Now, look, we've done a lot of placements during COVID where I've actually placed individuals that have never met the company individuals in person.
0: Traditionally, hiring a face on a screen seems like a dangerous practice. But these are atypical times, so companies and prospective hires alike are discovering new ways to prove themselves in a virtual setting.
1: There's a lot of apprehension around, you know, people that are saying, all right, well, if I start with this company, um, and I know I've been hired during this pandemic, I've never met them in person, and what if I meet them in person and we just don't don't gel right? You always have that risk, Uh, but at the same time, I think people are acknowledging that, you know, this is where it's become a lot more of a meritocracy, and and it's a culture of meritocracy because you have to actually prove yourself in that remote setting um, that you were able to do the job.
0: And while there are some important factors of hiring that are simply unattainable in a virtual setting, it's up to that company's leadership to find ways to bridge those gaps.
1: There's no replacement for human interaction uh, at all to get a feel for a company's culture. So you are going to get, you know, uh, I would say anywhere twenty to thirty percent miss on on sort of an overall conne- connection with somebody. There are elements that you know leadership can really kind of lean in um and and um, be extremely collaborative and inclusive um to make that executive feel that you know they've been on board as well and I think the other thing is that um it's all going to come with how you onboard that individual to make them feel very, very comfortable, right? The onboarding process and that transition process is it's going to be exceptionally key.
0: And beyond the hiring process, how can leadership continue to be effective? Flexibility, strength, and decisiveness continue to be indispensable qualities, but empathy, compassion, and transparency are becoming key components of leadership in this new era.
1: Thinking about how a leader communicates how they inspire how they create sort of hope beyond what what this particular pandemic has done for individuals and families and it's become the norm for a leader to to think about things in a more compassionate empathetic way right okay. um it, it i would say that the biggest impact for a leader now is to dial up their eq e q is going to really be the the most important factor uh when it comes uh post covid how how their leaders will be evaluated um, uh, from the workforce thinking about you know what what's on their mind, the amount of transparency that you see for the business and communicating that up, down, and across the organization, uh, empathy towards what other people are experiencing and not just focusing on the numbers, right, because we know that the numbers are going to fluctuate. They have been fluctuating and it will still be fluctuating within the next 18 to 24 months post-COVID. So, taking a longer-term view um dialing up, again, that EQ, um, and, and I think the evaluation is going to be how well did these individuals communicate with their teams, with how how well did they empower others, how well did they see sort of a not being short-sighted, seeing sort of longer-term effects, how are we going to reorganize ourselves in that way? So, and, you know, these are the things that are going to give marks on the EQ side.
0: That emotional connection between leadership and their teams has been a cornerstone of CIBC private Wealth's adaptations as well, as Amy Boyle explains.
2: I, mean, I think one of the things we've tried to do is be very um, flexible. One of the things that we really encourage managers to do is to listen and be be open to what's going on with members of their team. Because honestly, we don't know, there, there's, we could never have guessed six months ago, all of the challenges that people would face. We've had members of our team who have had people get COVID-19. We have members of our team who have had to cancel their wedding because of COVID-19. We've had to just be really flexible to help people deal with things. There was not a one-size-fits-all approach to helping different people deal with it.
0: Ultimately, the leadership goals become centered around the total well-being of people.
2: Total well-being of people, I would say... uh, we're going to do the right thing by our clients but we're also going to do the right thing by our employees we have plans in place and and processes in place uh, to support their mental and physical health
0: and so the legacy of covid has wide-reaching effects from recruitment and hiring to standard business practices to expanding diversity and inclusion while some effects may not be fully realized for years to come flexibility and vigilance allow us to adapt and grow as we examine the impact of this pandemic in real time. To explore the legacy of COVID-19 along with us, subscribe to this podcast and visit wealth.us.cibc.com. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, and CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC, and the Private Wealth Division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Contents expressed are current as of the date of this publication and may change without notice.